0: I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room.
1: Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the other room with me, Abby and Kiss. How are you doing, Kiss? I'm good, Abby. How are you? I'm fine, friends. How shall we? It's
0: been an event for one. <laughs> yeah. How about yours? I kinda only really worked
1: two days this week, so it's been pretty chill like that oh, okay were you
0: home because of the vaccination
1: um i got my second vaccination and then i got oh. well i was home for a bit after okay has have you been vaccinated have you had like the first shot or something
0: yes um both shots actually
1: oh okay
0: yeah all right fully vaccinated although i think it was sugar water but
1: still you think it was sugar water <laughs> why would you say that yes <laughs> Yes, you're trying to get people to get vaccinated. I'm sorry,
0: people. I went through all the side effects, so... I don't know. Sometimes I just yeah. feel like... Africa, dear. We always get the... The worst of it all, so... Anyways, please go get vaccinated, guys. It's very important. This Delta...
1: You know... <laughs> doesn't
0: respect anybody.
1: They are starting the Johnson & Johnson ones tomorrow. I heard.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And that's just one shot. so...
0: Go one yeah. I think more people would like that one because it's just one.
1: Yeah. Only thing was okay, I'm not gonna I'm not going to see anything before <laughs> I make the whole start <laughs> questioning things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's delve in. So we're gonna start with our icebreaker. And our icebreaker for the day is a very fun, easy, short one. Who is your celeb look alike? Have you been told you resemble any celeb?
0: Oh. Um, no actually not i no oh really no. okay what would you say <laughs> yeah.
1: is your celebrity like hmm.
0: i'm not looking at my myself like what do i look like <laughs>
1: i actually have never wow, okay. have never thought about that before <laughs> okay, then that makes this a bad icebreaker but okay <laughs> but <laughs> with me um it's been no name a couple of times well not a couple of times quite a it's few been times who? no name the rapper? No, no name. Wow. It I is. would have to Google we it. have to put you on. <laughs> it is. Okay, since so this is here, I don't know if you can see here. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. And. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And she's also like an activist and an anti capitalist queen. And. See, that's,
0: that's the name I've seen on Twitter. No name. But I. Yes, I did it with a plan. Yes right i didn't know that was she was an um a musician or a rapper as well
1: oh she's lit! you should check out her stuff
0: oh interesting yeah
1: so we stand and then moving on to the next <laughs> section which is what's popping um we heard rihanna has come up here now whoop, whoop, i suppose <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> miss ma'am go ahead first billionaire status whatever um and out of I think most of the profits came from Fenty Beauty I heard. um I read um but mm-hmm. she's also obviously had the collab with LVMH and she's got Savage and like she's just been popping off basically without the music this for a bit yeah she
0: had she had Fenty
1: yeah, fashion also for a while that was the while. LVMH thing and I'm like Yeah. Given the way the world is moving now, it's not even just now, fam. We've been going in a very bad trajectory since say 2001 or something like the early 2000s, and it just keeps getting worse with everyone aspiring for wealth and whatnot. But is this really a win in this case? Like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: well, as a black woman, she's she's now what the second. Black woman after Oprah to become a billionaire as a woman and as a black woman, I think that it's a little bit of a win, but at the same time, um things I have read or seen suggest that she may have not been very fair <laughs> to the workers and stuff like that, and so then again, like everyone else, climbed to the top whilst pushing everyone else down and
1: yeah. not
0: bringing people up with them.
1: So, yep, exactly. yeah, that. and i don't think it's really like climbing with pushing people down per se it's just climbing without ethical processes like mm. you can't be a balloonier with clean hands it doesn't happen like that <laughs> like we know there are workers in southeast asia work producing stuff for you yeah, you job. send things out for influencers to promote and advertisement is like heavy influencing thing and you don't pay them because mm-hmm. it's your name associated and you know that'll pull in the sales for you anyway too. Yeah. And also the subscription service for Fenty, I had, is very sneaky. There's been a legal case about that um, where you can't just unsubscribe and people just keep getting like money taken for it and it's just messy and shady. Yeah. So (laughs) she has this charity thing, the Lara Clara Lionel Foundation. Um did I get that right? (laughs) Um, and that that's something she's using to help other people. But everyone knows charity foundations are not legit, legit and clean like. Yes, it's just to
0: save face, really. It's just, oh, you know what? I'm making all the money in the world. So just so people know, I'm helping some people over there. I don't even care what happens, but I have set up something so that it's like I'm a good person. I'm helping, but it's not really. If if you are really you really want to help people, you would put in more effort because they really would set up, but they really won't be involved in the day to day. Like they won't even care about it. It's just it's just a safe face, really. And that's that's why all these billionaires have um, charities and stuff.
1: Right? Because they- <laughs> how many billionaires already, and how many charities already? Hey, make people. Like, I don't know, you have to have people be able to, like, create wealth or something for themselves where they are able to sustain their lives without having to depend on someone for handouts constantly, I'm saying. But moving on, the next thing that, um, on the what's popping list is the IPCC report on global warming, which is, like, very much the same tone as before. Um we all know we are doomed. <laughs> I saw this meme <laughs> which said uh what, like take take care of some take precautions against global warming and then it was like fuck and we are literally at the fuck part of yeah <laughs> and then we, um, yes.
0: literally like when yeah. you have bar of ninety nine percent loading we're literally like exactly. the one percent left. And
1: looking like in Ghana, how we are being impacted now, there was also um this news report of sixty percent of our water bodies being polluted. And that uh, Ghana might need to stop importing water by twenty thirty. What's twenty thirty? Imagine. And in twenty twenty-one. So that's like yes. nine years. Eight eight years <laughs> and four months. <laughs> Let me break it down. <laughs> yes. Like this this is bad. Um what's happening? Yeah. Is it just like I find it interesting though, I'm trying to make this connection between the fact that most of the conversations these past few weeks were regarding, um, wealth creation with the Vienna status. Yeah. And the fact that that comes across by like unethical consumption, just overproducing, everyone just going off buying stuff without really checking the sources and stuff like that. Is there something we could do or is it really just like a catch-swing to like, we are really stuck in this situation and that's it for us. And we just watch everything go downhill. Because of the impact on the environment it's
0: it's gone too far now to the point where i i don't know if we can come back from it we can try and help maybe give it a few more years to kind of protect things but i i don't think that you know i feel like i think i feel like our leaders really are to blame because they've been cautioned about this for so long and stuff like look at trump he didn't even care about any of this he could have done so much so 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 much and we're still sitting in it. In this country, we are still, I don't know, we, we breathe, live, and do everything with plastic. Like, there's so much more we could do. And, like, as, I think as individuals as well, we need to take our little part. you know. Um, we need to do our little parts, so.
1: The individuals um, have been doing, though. Know, okay, 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 okay. Maybe, maybe. I'm not frequently in Ghana, so I'm not seeing. But I feel like I've had enough of the responsibility being pushed back on individuals, like, don't use plastic straws, don't, if you go to the supermarket yeah. and you take extra bag, you have to pay like, extra for that then, because plastic, or have your own like, you know, stuff like that, we're doing all yeah. of that, the, yeah. we are paying for it, we are paying to have separate recycling stuff and everything, where, at what point do we start saying, nah, from other people, somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> like, they should be held accountable, because, I know how we do as individuals,
0: where you are in some of the other countries the systems are somewhat working something is going on but here on our side it's Mm. it's more or less like you guys are doing everything and pushing pushing everything else down to us i have i know i've seen an infographic of some sort before where basically whatever the people in the west do affects africa negatively even though we are not the ones doing that much we are not producing plastic They are the ones pushing the plastic on us, you know, but then we also taking it because we don't really have a voice. We don't really have a say and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But we could do a little bit. It's very little. It's more or less Mm -hmm. almost negligible. But at the same time, I feel like the little we can do could help. But then again, I feel like we've also gone too far. (laughs) Like we've gone beyond that um, midpoint. Like we are down, we are going downhill now and I, I don't know how it could help. And then with the Ghana situation, I, I <laughs> yeah. And you know the annoying thing is it's the same people that are doing it. They are the I ones guess. who who were the Chinese people. It's not to me. I don't know any Chinese person. I don't have any connections. It's the same people that are the Chinese people. The same people who own the con- lands or I don't even know if to call them concessions or whatever. They are the ones who can afford those huge um, machinery. They are the ones who claim they are burning them or seizing them. Like you know those. Those small those boys that we see washing the rest, the gold and the rest, they're just paying them peanuts to do this work for them because they they don't want to get their hands dirty. But in the end, you will sit down and say, oh, and our water, and our water, and our water, and these Galamse boys, Galamse boys, <laughs> who are they working for? Can they afford those machines? Right? <laughs> oh God, it's a problem. And
1: this has been an issue, Galamse in particular, has been an issue since forever, mm-hmm. like since I was a kid. I can remember, right? So we all know the issues is. <laughs> basically if you provide economic opportunities for these people this will stop and you have to also recognize the need to preserve your natural resources and whatnot and have it as a priority so how has it been over 20 freaking years i'm almost 30 or something (laughs) so this has been going on for forever and now to the point where we will have to start importing water. Bad. Hey. That's really bad. Ghana. <laughs> it's wow. It's it is wild. interesting. We
0: have the ministry in charge of these things. We have departments. We have institutions.
1: Mm-hmm. And like,
0: what are you people doing? You are sitting there every day in your big suits, big, speaking big English every time. Do ah. it in ah. What
1: are you people doing? Like, nothing.
0: <laughs> it's a problem, really.
1: Yeah. It's really, really bad. And I think the education needs to be... Public education needs to be intensified for people to really understand how bad. And I think people actually do understand. Like, citizens yeah. do understand because they're experiencing how changes yeah. are impacting mm-hmm. their lives mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So, it's just people in power who just See, don't See, citizens
0: care. understand, but they're helpless. Okay. You can't really do much Yeah, exactly. Or anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving on to a cizzler. Um... State of manipulation, Ghana, <laughs> <laughs> the entire state is a manipulative <laughs> entity. Okay, so this came up just <laughs> because. Remember, there was this um, thread on the TL about sub someone with your chest? And. and and I think there was one that stood out to me about one person too, <laughs> too much being manipulative to um, female partners. And I was like, this is actually very common. Um, <laughs> yes,
0: people went wild I, on I that. I realized
1: point. that growing up in Ghana, everywhere you go, like people are just hella manipulative. And it's so common and it plays out so easily, especially in like interpersonal relationships, that sometimes we can't identify it, I think, or, like, yeah. it gets a bit difficult setting boundaries because it's not a thing we do. Um, and, I don't know, just navigating that situation. Or, like, do you know when you're being manipulated? Because, like, what, what signs do you look out for? <laughs> you can't You can't. <laughs> you can't, can't. You exactly. You can't it's tell. so normalized.
0: Yes, yes you would You would complain about something, and then the next thing you know you're being blamed for the same thing you're complaining about you know and it's and you don't even know when that started and when it ended. I feel like that's how we kind of get around in this country, like everything, and like you were saying, we've more or less been brought up with it, so it's very normalized in our day to day um interactions with our family members, with our friends, just um normal relationships um what do you call it? Romantic relationships as well. Mm. Pastors, religious relationships. I think even even up to our freaking leaders and all the shit that you're doing. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all our, speaking of all our leaders, that, that brings up the next topic, which is and Sophie, the diplomats from France. I don't know. Yeah, and Sophie, um, and some doors interview which i found very insulting to just the general public and how they responded to it cuz she started off with um oh i'm going to be interviewing someone and then a photo with her holding her place cards or whatever cards in front of her face like she's shy and then she goes on to share a photo of her with some george so <laughs> we're like what are you playing at cuz that means you are aware of what's going on in the country, you are familiar of how heated the environment is now yeah. regarding human rights, LGBTQ issues. You are aware that some George is promoting something that's like very harmful that you wouldn't accept in your country. okay, sidebar, a source said the person is actually homophobic allegedly, so maybe she would accept it in her country, but the institutions in her country will not
0: allow it, allow. yeah
1: yeah. So it's like, why then do you even acknowledge these? And why can't you separate your personal, like, I suppose, support for this person? And realize that as your role as a diplomat, you're not supposed to interfere to certain degrees. Even if your interview was supposed to be culture and art-based, the fact that at the moment this person is doing this, you don't platform them. Anyway, so people push back. And this woman, together with some George, come back attacking um, activists pushing back saying, yeah, we are rather intolerant and um, we don't want to hear other people's opinions and it's diplomatic rather to have discourse. And I'm like, you're gaslighting the shit out of us, right? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is like another example to like, we are just constantly being manipulated all the time. Like people change the truth all the time to choose their narratives um and i think yeah it's just a dangerous dangerous thing like how do you feel about this especially coming from like leaders or people from figures of authority and how it plays out in society in general yeah
0: i think her interview with him was very strategic like even to that teaser that she did (laughs) knowing she knew what she was doing she knew what she was doing who she decided to interview and at the time she decided to do that interview when everything was still everyone was everything was still very heated, you know, everyone was talking about it and everything like that. I don't know why she decided to do that. I don't know if her show is just her as a person or her as the ambassador, French ambassador, because if you are you are representing the country. So you can't just get up and do what Mm -hmm. you feel like. And like you rightly said, she really, yes, I believe that she's a homophobe. Like, I mean, there's nothing else to it. She really is a homophobe. But it's not right because, I mean, this guy's inciting hate on people because of who they are or how they live. Exactly. And you're uh, entertaining him and you're going on to defend your reasoning for entertaining him. And like it's like they become a team and you're yeah, just like, okay, let's just deal with these people and that's that's really terrible. And you know this Sam George the way he is. I used to really respect him.
1: <laughs> oh God forgive me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> way before Thank you for being like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Way before I was just like, okay, these are like the young um politicians that are coming up and you know they're doing something and uh, and then I had, I started seeing what he was doing. I'm just like, yeah, no, never. Why? Why did I even, you know? And But
1: again, he knows
0: exactly what he's doing. He really knows exactly what he's doing.
1: He's just um, always kind of trying to portray himself as he cares for the people. And he's doing this in the best interest of all. But I mean, there's evidence of, you know, even doing shit in your constituency and, Women from your constituency being yeah. abused and there's nothing happening. What about that? Like, you, yeah. It's all just, I don't know. But also, I think an important thing we need to figure out now, because how you used to respect him yeah. is how other people could still respect him now. And I think he's even getting a larger fan base because mm-hmm. of the sheer intolerance in the society now. What are some steps? Like, what can we do in the, legitimizing these, like, false claims, narratives, dangerous stories that people like Sam George and Cole share. Because really, I think the pushback needs to be heavy.
0: It's unfortunate that a rather higher percentage or majority of people side with him. I would say education, first of all. Like, we, ne- we really need to educate people. But the thing is, they don't even want to listen. Because that is what that LGBT rights kind of um, Twitter handle has been doing basically just to educate people on who they are. And I mean, they are Ghanaians, they are people. There's nothing, there's nothing different. Mm-hmm. There's nothing different about them. But then they just don't want to listen. And that's the problem. And then of course, all this comes back down to that manipulative lifestyle or, you know system that we are in. But I, I really don't know how this will change, if at all. What do you think?
1: That sounds very... <laughs> I felt very much like a cloud of <laughs> 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 the I like."
0: <laughs> there's no hope, I just can't
1: No, <laughs> actually, I, yeah, I, I was feeling like that earlier, and, um, when the case of, uh, the whole 21, mm. when they got acquitted, I was like, okay, maybe there's a little bit of hope. But then, <clears throat> yeah, you're right, you did say, Charlie, people are not ready to listen. Yeah. Um, I just, I guess, We need funding some way, somehow, to be, like, aggressively promoting info, like, you know, like, ads and just put yourself out there and let yourself... Funding from who? But From who, exactly? (laughs) We need companies. I feel like companies, corporations should start, like, taking a position on this issue. Like guinilever ghana guinness ghana something like those kind of things
0: they would all be
1: that's a thing though but that would be and they don't even necessarily need to put their names out there out there if Mm -hmm. they feel like it will um tarnish their reputation i mean obviously it would be a good thing to do but if they feel like the the society is not ready to take it they can't funnel funds into these organizations, figure out, like, who they are, follow LGBT rights, silence, majority Ghana, you know, kind of get in touch. If they're PR people, listen or something. I feel like this is a situation where it's, Yeah. There's only so much individuals can do um in pushing back and trying to change narratives. And that it, if you have seven um and they are, like, your primary market or whatever then their well-being should also matter to you to a degree um yeah because without them what are you going to do anyway right so just support the society in that sense and then you also have cool with the state which individuals don't have so yeah they can do certain things like yeah
0: exactly i was gonna say i think that ghana would do <laughs> um to some extent they think that the lgbtq or what do you call it percentage in ghana is like very very little, they don't realize that maybe they feel like there are few Mm. people making noise, that's it they don't realize that there are a lot more there are a lot more people there are a lot more, I guess we call them closeted, and there's another word for them, I forget what it is but yeah, that's, you know people are are afraid to come out and say who they truly are, because then again, because of all of this, you know, but I was, interestingly I was having a conversation with recently on this and i was saying that Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like the president somehow would accept this but because of um influence from people people around him advising him also the ghanaians and he knows that if he says something it may go against him in a different way or something so i feel like they're just going to wait and let this thing kind of die down but let me see i don't think that they would approve this bill.
1: Yeah, there's just a little hope
0: that I'm holding on to that. They wouldn't approve this bill because then, again, hopefully, I don't know, somehow he he's human somewhere in there. There's a little bit of this, like, you know, human thing where he could cite like, he understands. I feel like he was pushed to say some things because of where he finds himself and, you know, stuff like that. But I feel like, I don't know. It's It's a very weird... Feeling and I
1: think in general, the mistake he's made during his presidency is not separating his private religious life from public office. So that mm. is where this, um, hesitancy or whatever is coming from with him. Because it yeah. shouldn't matter that you, you believe that due to your faith and then the church, the churches, whatever, that LGBTQ rights should not be accepted. When you are a human rights lawyer and you understand that, and then also you understand how democracy works, separate the two. Like, at the end of the day, that's all I'm expecting from him to be able to separate the two and do what is right. Yeah. But who knows? It's too far gone. (laughs) He did say though that if the public perception changes, he might change his mind. But I'm like, you know that that's not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. your people are also making the public more b- yeah so what are you telling us <laughs> so yeah i don't know man anyway that brings us to the end of our episode today and we have a new addition to the other room guys previously our co-founder or well the co-founder of this cyril used to be our producer and <laughs> <is> he's <even laughs> leaving us now well, oh no he's not leaving us But we have a new member, Ifwa, who is now going to be producing the show for us. It's like true, true girls, girls team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So shout out to Ifwa. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, that is it for now. We'll be back again in two weeks with the next episode. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GCRTOR and also check out all other episodes as well as episodes from the other shows on GCR on listen2gcr.com. And have a lovely week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
0: doubting that they know it to be a your
1: This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to GCR.com